Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Lloyd Day speaking with you. Today, I want to talk about the, the brain, the thought process, the way we approach things, the way we handle things. And I have a couple of different angles to talk about this, but it still flows to the the way we think about things and handle things. And the first thing we want to talk about there is mature versus immature. And of course, this came from scripture. They talked about the people within the early church who were immature, were complaining, were correcting people, were worried about what they were eating, and they were following certain people, and they were missing missing the overall purpose, the big purpose, and they were in the weeds uh, arguing and, and dividing themselves over smaller issues. And that was considered immature. The mature thing was to see the big picture and to know what the big picture is and then to let go of some of the smaller things in order for the big picture to be accomplished. And one of the ways I think that we, me, myself included, is we pick to correct people or pick to 
get in the weeds on certain decisions or arguments or controversies where it's not really helping the big picture of where we're going for, what we're after. And I think if we think about that being mature versus immature, it might make us to think, hey, I need to be mature in this situation. You know, sometimes when a couple people are arguing or, you know, spatting around around something, it's things that are probably really irrelevant in the big picture. The phrase comes up once in a while, hey, someone needs to be the grown-up in the room. To me, that's like someone needs to be the mature person in the room. And the mature person is the one who lets these things go because the bigger picture is more important than the small ones. And he thought, Paul also in the, this scripture is talking about making the younger people, the people who are not as mature, to stumble. It's like when you when you start correcting people and getting too in, intense around people doing things right, it can force them to stumble. And this is around back then, it's like what they were eating because they were trying to follow the law. You can't eat this. You can't eat this. You can't eat this. And Paul said, hey, if really, you can eat anything. There's nothing that we can't eat anymore. It's okay. He said, but if people are so caught up into this and, and you try to prove them wrong and correct them and make them feel bad and do it anyway, you're okay. Yeah, you're right. You can do that. But at the same time, you may be making them stumble. And I think we can do the same thing in our own life. We may know something is right. It doesn't really matter. The big picture is going to be okay. But someone is caught up in some details around it. And to be mature is to think about them stumbling more than correcting them. And I don't know how that might play out in some of your situations, but I know for myself, if I can just let some things go, just sleep on it, just give it a day or two, well, then in a couple of days, I've pretty much forgotten about it. It didn't matter anyway. And no one stumbled over that. And I held my position. I knew what I believed, but I didn't have to correct them around that. It wasn't that big of a deal. So I think the mature versus immature and watch watch things that could cause people to stumble is worth looking at. Now, the second part of this brain work that I want to talk about, the thought process, is around the left brain, right brain. I've got me a program, y'all. I've bought me a program, and I'm studying it. It's something I've always wanted to do. I've got a little time to do it right now, and I'm having the most fun with this thing. And it's golf. I'm trying to figure out how to play better at golf. I've always been a hack. I said, I think I can play better. I know I've got the skills. I know I'm an athlete. I used to stand out in my back in my driveway, which had gravel, was a gravel driveway, and I had a wood bat, and I would hit gravel rocks across the road for a long period of time during the summer. A lot of rocks across the road. So I know I can hit balls that was natural to me, but golf is a different sport. Golf is difficult. And so I, I bought this program, and it's got all this content, all this training, and it's some good stuff. It's really helping me. But that's not the point. The point is, one of the things they talked about was the mental game, the mental preparation, the mental part around it. 
And it was so valuable because it ties in with exactly what we do here in guide cultures, what we do in business, what we do in life in general. It is life, the mental game. So I want to talk about some things that they taught, that they said that we know, but we're going to remind us of it. And we can think about it a little bit. Left brain, right brain. He says the left brain is responsible for, first of all, being negative on yourself. It is for, responsible for all the rules and all the regulations. It's responsible for all these positions in the golf swing, and I got to get this right. And it's just real mechanical. It's real in the details and mechanical. And it's the left brain, the way of doing things. And so many people try to play golf that way, and they try to do business that way, and a lot of things that way. They're very analytical and left brain thinking. And, of course, one of the worst things about that is it's, it's the critical side of you. You're critiquing yourself with your left brain. And they said this is a huge mistake when trying to play golf and with anything else. They said the right brain is different. The right brain is creative. The right brain wants to play. The right brain just releases and lets it go. The right brain is relaxed. The right brain says, yeah, you'll get it right next time. That's okay. And the way we shift to this right brain perspective is to consider the outcome is not the end result. If you're so worried about, and for instance, a golf shot, the outcome, well, where did that ball go? Did I make a bogey here? Did I hit it in the water, in the sand, whatever you do, or did I hit a good shot? If you're letting the outcome of the shot determine your emotion, you're always going to be in a bad emotional state. And your left brain is going to take over and criticize yourself. But if you allow the process to determine your attitude, then you can control that. That is a controllable, the process. And with a golf shot, it's like thinking about the shot. What am I going to do? What am I going to try to do? You know, what's the intention? Do I have a specific routine that I go through? It's working the process. And then at the end, if you can say, hey, I did the process well. Then you can have a good attitude and move on to the next opportunity to do your process. Same thing in business. Same thing in sales. Work on the process. Work on handling the guide method. The process of doing it, then that should determine your satisfaction, your emotional state, not the outcome. Did they, you know, did they, did I close the sale? Did they, you know, blow me off? You know, did I say something stupid? Was that bad? Now, that's left brain right there just by thinking that. But if the process is, did I prepare? Did I plan? Did I stop and ask the questions? Was I mature? Was I mature in the pursuit of how I handled this? If you can get into the process and find your process and do it the same every time, that's what's so good about the guide method it's the same over and over and over. You know the process. Just keep doing the process and be happy with that. The outcomes will eventually take care of themselves. But when you go to left brain and start criticizing yourself, it starts releasing the hormones in your body. The hormones, the cortisol and the adrenaline and the things like that that throws you off. But if you're happy with your process, the things you did right, and then you just get prepared to do it again. Then you get the other chemicals released in your body. Work with the process rather than the outcome so that you can keep yourself moving well. 
And another thing they talked about in the in this mindset thing, in the, in the training thing I bought, was stop mind reading. What do they mean by that? Mind reading means worrying about what someone else thinks about you. How many times have we talked about that in guide culture and all across this business of personal development? Don't worry about what other people think. And the person said in this video, the very same thing that we say, they're not thinking about you anyway. They're all thinking about themselves. So when you stop the mind reading and let your right brain just be happy with who you are and what you're doing and your process, then you can enjoy what you're doing. It just makes it more enjoyable when you're doing these things. And a uh, third point there was to plan. The plan, uh, I think it is important to have a plan. Here's, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going for. Here's my goal. Here's what I'm trying to achieve. And then work towards the plan. Yeah, have a plan in place so that you don't have to stop and second guess yourself. And then I, I came up with three ways of how we can do these things. Here's your three takeaways of things you can do to make all this work. To live in a mature state, in a right brain state. One is to get training so you know what to do. There's so much comfort in knowing that you're doing it right. The training is so valuable. I can just tell you from this golf, just a few things I picked up. It's like, okay, now I can have confidence that what I'm doing is what I should be trying to do. I don't have to square Second guess it. I don't have to left brain that and wonder if that's the right thing. So the the same thing with the guide culture school of sales, this guide method, the training. Now, you know, now, once you know, you just go do it. You don't have to question, well, am I doing this right? What should I do? You know. So I really believe that getting training really helps you to relax and live in this right brain, mature state of doing things. And continue to get training and get better and then get better at it. And then once you get some training, focus on, on that. Focus on the process. Do that process over and over and over. The process being the right process because you can do the wrong process as well. You can learn the wrong way. So when you get the training and you find the process, then do it. Focus on it. Stick with it. And the third takeaway here is work at it to give it a chance. Now that you have some training and you have a focus, well, you have to do the work. There's no substitute for the work. In the golf thing, I am. I'm practicing. I'm listening to the things. I'm trying. I'm practicing. I'm doing what they say to do. It's the it's doing the work. If you want something, you, you determine to go get it. Well, you have to do the work. So get the training. Focus on the process rather than the outcome. And then do the work. Continue to get better. Continue to get better and get precise work. Don't just play at it. Work at it to get better. And that's one of the most fun things we can do is just work at things to get better and improve upon them. And this happens to the very, very best. This just sum it up. A little story about how it happened to the best. I was watching Roy McElroy being interviewed the other day after learning this or hearing all these things. And he is a you know world-class top golfer, best in the world, one of the best in the world. And he is, is kind of falling off. He's struggling a little bit lately. 
And he said that what happened to him was he was putting too much pressure on himself. He would win a tournament, then all of a sudden the expect, expectations of, of him rose. And then the next time he went out, he was trying to live up to his expectation. He was putting pressure on himself because this is what's expected of me now. He was left brain. He was worried. He was thinking about all the wrong things. And he said he was having a hard time accepting what happened to him on the course. If a ball took a bad bounce or it didn't work out, he missed a putt, he would be hard on himself. That's the, lame, the left brain criticizing himself. He wouldn't accept what happened on the course. So, And by not accepting that, it, it made him go downhill, made him go the wrong direction. All those chemicals started releasing. And so the explanation for him is to relax, follow the process, follow his process, and not worry about the result, not worry about the outcome. Just stick with the process and be proud that you did the process properly. And if you do the work, you work hard enough and you stick with it, the results will eventually come around. You don't know when and how, and I don't know when and how, but I know that it happens. That's like luck. When your preparation meets opportunity, it will just happen when it's time for it to happen. But you need to be in this right brain state and this mature state where you're enjoying yourself and not putting too much pressure on yourself to do all these things. Just enjoy it, being the free way of doing it. And then when you're doing that, everyone will know it and you'll have more buyers come to you. People can see when you're tense and uptight and concerned. They can always see, they can also see when you're relaxed and free and just doing it for the love of doing it and doing it for the love of people you're working with. They can see that and that's the right brain state. I'm enjoying this. I'm loving this and I'm helping you in the way I'm doing it.